If your supercoach side has been taking a beating, if you need to hit that trade button, or you're just in the mood for a bit of footy banter, you've come to the right place. It's the Specialist Report Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to the Supercoach Specialist Report. Jordan, Jack and Cade here with you as always and we're geared up for Supercoach Finals. Yep. Well, a couple of us are. <laughs> oh, I'm still in one final. Go on, Jack's give me got, a break. Jack's got a uh, minor final? No, it? I'm pretty sure it's a uh, league of 10 and there's... A- Okay, and I'm okay, mate. So <laughs> get around me. That's that's good to hear. Yeah, that's, it's, uh, good. it's good for your morale. Yeah, possibly. Hopefully, you can get a bit of luck over the next month and win win that league. Yeah, well, don't worry. I haven't moved on to next year yet. No. Well, we'll chat about your team yeah. first up, shall we? Yeah. Well, as it's, always, it's a tradition. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll chat about my team. I scored my biggest score of the year, <laughs> two thousand three hundred sixteen, and was ranked forty k for the round. So. <laughs> I've, I've, as, as you can see, and as you've heard, probably for the last eight weeks, my team is quality. I've got blokes yeah. like Jared McVeigh, 67. Sam Mitchell, 84. Jeremy Howe, 58. That's like, good. That's what you want. They're, they're pods, and they're shit pods. <laughs> so, yeah, my villain this week... Have you got any good pods? No. Jason Johansson had one or two. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, Jared McVeigh is my villain this week. Had 67. Shit house in a nine point win. You got to do yeah. better than that. No, I was expecting him to bounce back, have a good one, but yeah, not good. Speaking of bounce back, Dan Harbury, oh, one forty four, quality four hundred and sixty k. I think he was last week, something like that. So now he's gone four hundred eighty five k, one hundred forty four. I think he went down in price this week. Actually, did he? My mistake. Um, I don't know anything about Supercoach anyway, so no, clearly <laughs> doesn't matter. Don't listen to you. Um, had three players score over one forty, but because Hanbury was a trade in a couple of weeks ago, I thought I'd go with him. And my trades this yep. week. Well, I capped him danger, firstly. Or you missed him not to. I VC'd him on a Friday night, and he obviously scored 144, which was grouse to watch. Three nice sausage rolls. Yep. My trades were Barlow to Naismith. No, they weren't. My trades were... <laughs> I did no trades. Because <laughs> right. after Liver died... After um, he died. I knew I'd have to trade him this week, and I only had three trades. So I thought, well, may as well just bite the bullet, have another shit one for the eighth week in a row, yep. and hopefully we pick it up. Uh, next week. And little did you know you had your biggest score of the year. Little did I know <laughs> that I absolutely dominated this week. Uh, I was a slightly less shit. You I dominated had, a bit better. Yes, I uh, had 2,389, which was still a 25,000th, 25, yeah, best score for the week. So, uh, massive scores around. Yeah. yeah, some big ones. And I think a lot of those big ones from, were from retards. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the number one score scored two, over 2,700. He did. So, he had Jamie McMillan in his team as well. Yeah. So that just goes to show. Yeah. But he's a thousand dollars richer than me on Supercoach. So <laughs> what, what am I to say? My rank is literally just jumping 500 up or 500 down each week. I'm, I'm not making any ground. I'm not losing any ground. I've been around four and a half to five K for, I reckon, the last seven or eight weeks. It's shitting me up <laughs> the wall. Um, could be worse though. Uh, my captain, captain was danger, but my hero is, uh, as you had Jack Dan Hanbury. Who bounced back, had his biggest score of the year against Fremantle, uh, 144. It dominated. But my villain, uh, it's a joint villain, goes to it in the back line. Josh Gibson and Jasper Pittard, who both had 54. <laughs> now, that's not going to help at all. Uh, not happy with that. They both uh, both scored the same. Um, just like in the forward lines, there were quite a few 92s. We had Merritt, Zorko, Tom Lynch, 
Uh, Dustin Martin, Nick Rewalt, Nick Rewalt, Daniel Wells, all yeah. had ninety two. So I did see a team that had uh, six ninety twos in their forward line, <laughs> which is that just is unheard of, crazy. Um, so all those players, you know, doing all right, but uh, not dominating. And that's uh, the same thing happened with Mitch Robbo, and he had sixty one, but he I benched him. Oh, uh, luckily smart. this week, which is great to see <laughs> yeah. him sitting on the pine because he's shit. Yeah, he's so bad. Yeah, he's the worst. I uh, can't stand it. Um, so that is, that is me. Uh, that's me for the weekend, Cade. Who'd you bench on the weekend, Cade? Did that go all right for you? <laughs> uh, I'll get to that. First off, I'll... And he's still... Uh, yeah, he's still top scored. I had Nate Smith on the bench. He had 110. Come on. Give Jeez. me a break. Well, Cade that's Archie nothing. Smith. Yeah. 2,413 for me. And actually moved out to 633. Oh, it's a hard life. Uh, it was 19,000th score. Best score for the round. So, as we said, a lot of teams going big this week. Yep. And I have to give the hero to the big three, Danger Hannahs and Pendles. All had 140. I'll, I'll take that. Yep, very unique. And Captain Danger as well. And the villain. Well, I have to give it to myself for the second week in a row. I actually bought in Bartel. I thought it would be pretty smart to loophole him off the bench. <laughs> uh, didn't have any injuries. Uh, little did I know what would happen. But he scored 100, and I thought, yeah, I'll take I'll take that. You bank 100, easy. Uh, yeah. All day. And, uh, Who's your bench? Well, I have to choose between Rance and Gibson. Mm. And I was thinking, hmm, Gibbo plays Carlton in They probably Tassie. both score about 95. Yeah. Well, Gibbo had 114 and 118 in Tassie this year. So it's like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. Rance playing GWS. Mm, yes. Ross on the bench. Lost by 90 points as well. Uh-huh. Lost by 90 points. And he also outscored Gibbo by 90 points. Oh, <laughs> so good. 145 on the bench would have been my top scorer for the, <laughs> for the round. Uh, not, not what you want. Gibbo had 54 also, an honourable mention to Libba, who had 70 injured. Could be my villain, but not this week. Very disappointed for you. Yeah. Mm. Um, or is me. It's hard, I'm really sorry for you. So, what are you, what are you plans to do this week with the <laughs> old backline loophole? How <laughs> uh, you work that out? Well, I'm thinking of trading Libba, moving Bartel into the midfield, and bringing in some spud like Brody Smith, because I don't have much money to work with. Oh, that is a spud. How many trades are in, in the bank? Uh, I've got five before the week, so yeah, of course if I do, do two, I'll have three. Right. If you work out the maths. And heading over to the Supercoach Specialist uh, group now, and taking a look, Blitzam, Blitzam uh, coached by Samyak, is our top scorer still. Ranked 13th overall, so going very strong. Yeah, very strong. Uh, had 2,455 on the weekend. Number two, RDFC, coached by Adam, is 23rd overall. Number three is Swervies. Uh, he's 63rd overall. And Pubes Platoon is 76th oh, overall. Uh, Hacienda uh, just moved out of the top 100. He's 103. And, yeah, so... You still have to say his name, though. I just have to say... If he's listening, can you let me know how to pronounce that cause, or what the hell it means? Because... <laughs> Pretty stupid. Uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Shout out to all of to all Andrew out there. And the biggest score for this week was by Forbidden Donut, who scored 2,656, which was the 21st best score for the round. Wow. So the group's going pretty well. So uh, congrats to everyone in that. And uh, hopefully you can go well in your individual finals. Uh, leagues and push up the rankings like Blitzen, get into mm-hmm. that top 10. Should probably start off with the biggest news of the round. Tom Liberatore injured himself again. Really nice for those of us who held him. Well, I have great foresight 
Yeah, and you I do. traded him. Yeah, many and weeks ago. I knew this would happen. It makes it even worse that his break even was one fifty two last week, so he's down at three hundred eighty k. I think he was a hundred k more than this a few weeks ago. Yeah, so and even was. worse was he was the best player on the ground. He was on seventy two halfway through the second quarter when he got injured. Yeah, so cool. that's what you want. Good liver. Not half. Not uh. Not the best. Not the best no. for the dogs either. They're uh not having much luck on the injury front lately. No, he's still in thirty three percent of sides before uh, everyone does the trading this week. So it's affected a lot of coaches out there. Uh, as we said, he's dropped 35k and he's going to miss the rest of the season. Even the finals, maybe. Mm. Um, Had surgery. The doggies have said. So Very definitely good. got to trade. Talk about options for him a bit later. Yep. Uh, a couple of others that are either injured or under an injury cloud. Sam Jacobs. For yes. Adelaide out this week. We'll be missing Only this week. Only scored about twenty super coach yeah. on the weekend. Draft yeah. stars was in a draft stars. I had him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that's not the best. But yeah, he'll miss this week up against uh, Brisbane. Mm-hmm. So not good Archie, Smith, Archie Smith will score one fifty. Yeah. Oh yeah, ninety six um, on the bench. No, nah, but hopefully, hopefully Steph Martin will return. And yeah. if you held him, that's pretty good. I think most would have traded. Unless you had Archie Smith yeah. or, or Nate, Smith. Nate Smith on the bench, and you could have been going all right. But um. Steph Martin will be coming up against Riley Bonner, is it? I think so. Uh, Rashudo was saying on the broadcast, he's Sam Jacobs-esque. So it's the same type of player. Not but... Riley Bonner. Definitely not Riley Bonner. Okay. He plays for Port Adelaide. <laughs> okay, that's um, what is it? Um, I don't know why. <laughs> Something. Who did he uh, play for last week, I'd say? Riley Knight? No, he plays for... He, he plays for Adelaide. Adelaide. He's not... <laughs> it's Riley O'Brien, of course. <laughs> yeah. um, he, he'll be uh, lining up this week. 117k... Uh, so a few nice options coming in at the end of the year in the ruck bench. Yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, Steph Martin should dominate against him. We won't see Scott Thompson either for Adelaide. He'll be rested. Um, apparently, over in GWS, uh, Dylan Shield is uh, in doubt. In doubt. A oh, good. Yes. So there goes exactly ninety-five points this week yeah. if he doesn't play because uh, we know exactly where he's going. Even though he's playing Gold Coast this week. He'll probably be on track for about 160 at half time and he'll yeah. just mm-hmm, slow it down. I'll score one between 105 and 95. And playing Gold Coast as well could be a chance to be rested. Apparently he's pulled up a little bit sore. That's right. Sam I did see... Coming. Keep an eye on I did him. see Leon Cameron uh, quote on Twitter that he said they don't want to be resting players and even if they're at 90%, they'll play. Well, I reckon so, you will play, but it's something we shouldn't monitor. Probably. Yeah. Uh, knowing our luck, though, he probably will. Uh, he definitely won't, because I haven't done two upgrades in my entire life. So, <laughs> don't worry. The week I want to do two again, he won't play. Aaron Hall is probably still out this week. We haven't heard any news from him. Yeah, we'll find out. Gold Coast, uh, tight-lipped on yeah. that situation. He's probably yeah. not even injured. He's probably just been dropped. Um, <laughs> we don't know. But that's about it for the, uh, for the injuries. We shall kick it off with some... Options for Tom Liberatore. I know many of you won't have him. I think he's still in about a third of teams, Liber. So a third of you will have him, a third of you won't. Yep. No, two thirds of you mm. won't. Yeah. <laughs> Your maths is going strong. <laughs> uh-huh. But even if you want to do an upgrade this week, exactly, look at these players. Exactly 33% of teams have him, by the way. So. Yes, that's why I said it you know, in the segment before. <laughs> Didn't hear you. Oh, sorry. I'm not really paying attention to anything you say. But I wouldn't. Coach. I really wouldn't. <laughs> so. I wouldn't be surprised if just when I start talking, people just skip past me. Yep. Because it's fair enough. I would. They're skipping, I was... past, they're skipping past this as yeah. a speech, yeah. so just don't even bother. Okay. Where I'm going to jump straight into it with Patrick Cripps as the grenade. Cade's grenade. I like it. That's a really unique one, Kay. Where'd you get that one from? Uh, my you brain. You didn't happen to read Tuesday Trades by any chance? No, I oh, actually got okay. it right here. 
uh, in front of me. I haven't scrolled down at all can't, yet. So. I'm a bit sad, though. I can't even put him in the pod squad because he's in 10 10%, 10%, which is a bit over the criteria. Yeah. 10.4. Yeah, and he doesn't uh, doesn't meet the criteria. So I'll be inducting someone else, another blue, later in the pod. Oh, I'm excited. Keep an eye out. It does meet one criteria, though, and that Gun. is the good run home. Uh, four games left for the season. Saints, Brisbane, Melbourne, and Essendon. All uh, out of the top eight. And could be potential wins for the Blues. I would say so. The Blues do have the second easiest run heading mm. into uh, over Supercoach Finals. Mm-hmm. We'll get into more of the that runs later. With a excellent graphic. More of the runs. Mm-hmm. Not that you can see that, but... Uh, <laughs> Interesting to note, not this year, but last year when he played St Kilda, he had 172 against That's them. Not a was, bad score. I'm pretty sure we all had him in our teams then as well as a rookie. Yep. And against Brisbane, averages about 100. Against Melbourne, 131 last game. Well, you'll cop that, especially <clears> since he's been averaging 119 in his last three. Gone over 100 in all uh, last four games as well. 102, 103, 137 and 118. He's tall than Nick Riot. Yep. And just a gun. Can't be stopped. 508 k Not a bad price either. Yeah, yeah. cheap. He's so, fallen 11 k this year. And he's still yeah. averaging 102. Jeez. So, jeez. He, he's a perfect option for Libba if you have the cash, which I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I did. Yes. And yeah, that's about it for the grenade. Yeah, what have you guys got? It's a great grenade. Thank you. Um, my option... Oh, I have to touch on Dan Hanbury. Uh It's an obvious yeah. one. We talked about him probably each of the last four or five weeks in the podcast, but he's at 485k now. Uh, break-evens in the 80s, so you're not going to get him any cheaper. And uh, off the back of 144, the fifth best player, go get him. Mm-hmm. Even cheaper than Cripps. And if you didn't have Hannah's, you got to get him first, I would say. All right, another one who's got an incredible run home. He does. Joel Selwood. He's scored really well, or played really well, obviously, this year. Averaging 112, still in 20% of teams. Mm-hmm. My mate. He's your mate. I didn't, even, I didn't even know that he was the fourth best player in Super Bowl yeah, this year. because last year he was dead. Funny. And I had him. And he wasn't great. And now he's back. He's had a pretty tough run recently, mm-hmm. um, playing GWS, North, Doggies, Sydney, Frio, Adelaide, and Western Bulldogs. So that's seven out of eight top eight sides. Yep, uh, but they get a cushy run now. It's so cushy. It's ridiculously cushy. Uh-huh. They've got Essendon, worst side in the competition. Richmond, second worst side in the competition. <laughs> yeah, that's 150, 160. Brisbane, 175. Third worst side in the competition. And Melbourne. 120. At skill. Well, 140. Yeah. Okay. So he's going to dominate. Averages over 115 against three out of those four sides and 102 versus Richmond. Is one of the most expensive trading options this week, though. Yeah. Uh, at 569. So that's a factor because especially if you're trading Libba, yeah. you're going to need a fork. You're going to need to have 200k in the bank to make this trade. Uh, but if you can do a downgrade and get 200k and go uh, go for Selwood, um, you're paying for what you get. I'll be doing it, yeah. Because if you do have Hanbury, you can go right up to a Selwood and just you. Are, I'm going to assure you that he'll average 115. It is. I'd say 120. If he averages less than 125, I'll be surprised. Yeah. But he can't average less than 150. He averages 113 against Essendon, 102 against Richmond, 121 against Brisbane, and 115 against Melbourne. Yep. So you take that if he scores his averages. And the Cats, as they came, they came out and they said, and that's even better for Danger as well, uh, they're chasing percentage this weekend yeah. and the weekends after that. Because the top All those teams that yeah. are on equal points from second to fifth or whatever it is. Yeah. They would be going for percentage. And the Cats have four easy games where they could clock up a lot of percentage. So hopefully, uh, I doubt any of them will be rested and they'll you know, be looking to really dominate yeah. this next month. Stevie Canelio, we mm-hmm. touched on him last week. 
we have mentioned him a couple of times in the yeah, podcast, and he doesn't doesn't get any love. Still in two points, only in two point seven percent of teams. Had another one twenty one on the weekend against a helpless Richmond side. Yeah, comes up against Gold Coast, West Coast at home, Freo at home, and then North. So got a pretty good run as well um, on the way home. Will continue to dominate. Does average something ridiculous like one twenty in wins? Yeah, and you'd think they'd win at least three out of yeah, those. I reckon so. Expect them to continue, and they're one of those sides as well who are going to be chasing the percentage and needing to be in top four, so you doubt he'd be rested. The Pod Squad. Right, I did tell you I would be inducting another blue into the Pod Squad, mm-hmm. and if you read What's Tuesday Trades, you probably have an idea of who this guy is. It doesn't get any much more potty than this. No. 0.6% of teams, only 1,200 teams... Uh, have the 23rd best player in Supercoach, and that is Ed Kerno. He Ed is Kerno. 490k, averaging 103 this year, been really consistent, uh, playing that tagging role, but he's still getting the numbers. Yeah. So, off the back of 103 against Hawthorne, he had 118 against Sydney, so a couple of good scores in some against some tough opponents. He now has that the benefit of that easy run. So St Kilda this weekend, Brisbane, Melbourne, and Essendon. Three of those games are at MCG, uh, and I'll be looking for him to yeah average at least 10, 105, 110 in that in that area. He's yeah. only twenty k less than Cripps though. That's the thing. Uh, so maybe you have Cripps, or maybe you are someone like Jack, and you're just looking for a real point of difference to just hopefully take you to the next level. He has. A 141 to his name this year, and a 128 to 129. Some big scores. He can go big, and it's largely due to his tackle numbers. He's a a brilliant tackler, I think third in the comp. Uh, So one I really like, actually. Um, And I can't believe he's in so few teams. He's actually been decreasing in price over the last uh, five weeks, uh, despite averaging, you know, over 100. So Cripps and... uh, Kerno, uh, you know, relatively similar prices, but they're actually averaging the same. Yeah. Um, and uh, Cripps might, after the month he's had, might be getting a little bit more attention from some of these sides. Like actually, Brisbane, uh, maybe get the Mitch Rabo treatment. Well, and yep. Kerno is on the opposite end. He's not going to be getting tagged because he's doing the tagging. Yeah. Cripps actually, when I had a look at his uh, past few games against these teams, he hasn't been that good. Brisbane, he had 95. St. Kilda, he had 90. Yeah, uh, hasn't played Melbourne or Essendon yet this year. Well, as I said, Brisbane, he's not going to get a tag. Uh, Kerno had 141 against yeah. the million this well, year. <laughs> he had 96 against the Saints and 98 against Essendon uh, and hasn't played the Ds this year. So I'm backing him for a, a nice month and 0.6% of teams, a huge point of difference. Yeah. Massive point of difference. So welcome to the squad. Looking at Carlton's run, though, a lot of people would still have Sam Kerridge. Would you be trading him out if you still had him? I don't think uh, I would. Given, given he has gone down in price? I don't think I would if I had alternatives to trade. I don't want him on my field playing each week if I can get someone else. Yeah, that is a good point. Um, but if I had, say, him and a Petrarca or him and a Ryan Davis or someone that another one around 300k that I could downgrade to get cash uh, to make an upgrade elsewhere... I'd be I'd be holding him uh, yeah. if I could because although he's a bit more expensive than the other ones, he's got more a bit more value. Yep, can score big as well. Can. Had 126 he, against Brisbane earlier yep. in the year. Only worry on the scoring would be 
He played a different role on the weekend. Tagged Sam yes, Mitchell. He tag yeah, ta- Mitchell. attended 17 centre bounces, which is equal most on the ground. And he still cool. only had 71. Yeah. So right. he might not be looking for his own pill anymore. That is a worry. Um, but I don't know who he's going to be tagging in the upcoming games. We'll see. Hopefully it's not uh, a new role for him. But I probably wouldn't be trading him. He'd be a perfect uh, F7, M9 option yeah. uh, if you want to hold the trade. So it's a tough call, but I would trade another one, another guy if I had if I had uh, the luxury of doing, that, doing so. Without a doubt, though, the biggest option this week or the uh, most popular just basically on price, really, is Luke Dalhouse. How can you go past him at 422k? This guy was averaging 110 uh, as a forward earlier in the year before he went down with injury. So pretty tough uh, to go past him. You can wait another week, though, which I think you're doing, Jack. Yes, I am, because his break-even is 164. Yeah. Um, so... He'll yeah. play north as well. Oh, so sorry. not a massive score coming yeah. up probably for him. But... Uh, You'd expect him to still get about a hundred. He was pretty good on the weekend. He actually got votes. I saw on the Sunday for yeah, show. He, he got he, in the top four. Didn't score that well on Supercoach. No, he had a really strong first half. When he only kicked, and he kicked tough. His kicks hit the target. Yeah, so that's what uh, let him down. Still scored eighty-eight uh, AFL fantasy points. Yep, so and Fantasy Freako put out on Twitter that three of the Bulldogs' top five um, centre bounce attendances are right. now out. <laughs> Uh, and the only two left are Dalhouse and Bontempelli. So those two guys are just going to be living in the middle. So hopefully that means um, more points for Dalhouse. I wouldn't wouldn't like to go the other way and, you know, more pressure on him um, and him, you know, scores go down. But hopefully he can stay away from uh, injury. Yes, yeah, stay fit. Because that's, we've had a couple of questions about that, but uh, I don't, feel comfortable bringing Dalhouse in because what if he gets injured like the rest of the Bulldogs? Well, you sure. can't just assume yeah. that he's going to get injured because they've just had bad luck. Yeah. I mean, anyone could get injured that you bring in. It uh, doesn't mean that he's going to get more injured. Maybe because he's coming back off an injury, he's only played uh, the one game. Yeah. That's definitely a risk. But I reckon if there were more soft tissue injuries, then it might have been a problem with their... Yeah. Fitness program, but there were freak injuries, a broken yeah. leg, an ACL, liver getting broken his ankle, fallen, fallen on. So yeah, exactly. It's not it's not a bulldog thing. It's just bad luck. Yeah. So hopefully uh, they can have a little bit of luck and Dalhouse can stay on the park for the next four games. Um, yeah. But, and as I said, he was alright in the weekend, but you could wait another week. Four hundred twenty-two k though. If you can pump out a hundred this week, you'd take it. And he does play three of his next four at Eddie Had, which is averaging one hundred five out this year. Yeah, so he and he was dominant at the start of the year before injuries yeah. came on. Um, so very happy to get him into my side, but you could get him for under four hundred. You could get him to under four hundred k. So you are getting Sideways him this week. week. I'll bring him in this week. I think this uh, week. Yep. Uh, if uh, Thursday night is nice enough to us. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we'll, we'll result in a downgrade though, and the guy I'm bringing right. is Sam Menegola. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully he can hold his spot for the Cats. He's 117k. And he scored 77 on the weekend. 97 in game one. Yep. Uh, he's a ball winner, that's for sure. And uh, very happy with um, how he's going. If he can play this week, it's a bonus. If not, not the end of the world. As long as you've got someone playing on each line, that's what you want you want to look for. But with a break-even of negative 101, he is a great option this mm-hmm. week. doesn't really matter what his break-even is because no. you're not going to trade him out yeah. at this stage. But if he can get a game, that'd be good. A couple of the other guys... Like uh, Shane Yaron down forward for um, Frio. Don't uh, sitting in the forward pocket. Not don't sure expect he... him to get a yeah. game every week, but <laughs> you don't know what um, 
really to expect with these guys, like a Nathan Drummond. Jack, yeah. uh, any thoughts on him? Uh, well, he's been playing majority of the time forward, and the ball hasn't been down there in the last two weeks. He's so a it, defender in Supercoach, though. Yes, but mm. he has been playing forward. Um, I don't doubt you. I'm just... Uh, it's tough. It. It's tough for any Richmond forward, really, yeah. the way the ball gets delivered down there. We kicked three bloody goals on the weekend, which was our worst since 1951. <laughs> <laughs> that tells you how well it's going. Oh, so um, don't expect too much from him, but as we said, you just really need him to play just in case of an emergency. Yeah, We had a debutant on the weekend, Rupert Wills. Yeah. Scored 85, had 11 tackles, which I think is the most on debut yeah, it by is. anyone. It's a record. So keep an eye on him for a downgrade next week. Yeah, uh, you could jump on him this week if you think he's going to hold his spot. Yep. I mean, it doesn't really matter. But, uh, you know, at 117K, I'd be getting Managola if he's named above him. You could even go straight down to, and save yourself another 15,000 and go to Adam Marcon, who... Another Tiger. Yeah. He's 102k mid. Uh, scored 54 on the weekend. Jack, your thoughts as well. Thank you. Uh, was averaging around 100, I think, in the VFL, supercoach-wise. Was I right in the nab as well? Yeah, but remember. couldn't hit a target on the weekend to save his life, like right. most of the Tigers. So he fit right in. He's got a game then for exactly. the next four weeks. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I don't see why we'd bring him in for a week and then drop him. There's yep. no reasons to do so. Yeah. And, uh, he, yeah, as you said, 102k. If he's named this week, maybe you just want to save as much cash as you can. That could be the difference yeah. between going an Ed Kuno to a Patrick Cripps or something like that yeah. later on. So uh, you never know. And... Another one, Josh uh, Schoenfield. He's 117K. Again, I'll be getting Sam Manigola above him. Aaron Francis is 198K. No thank you. Too expensive. Yeah. Uh, Especially but, if you're He's not going to play for you. He's not going to yeah. um, you know, be on your field. Or if he is, then you're in real strife. Yeah, no point. But, uh, so don't worry about him. And in the ruck, we have Archie Smith, who could be a cash grab there. But... You don't really have any Ruckman to downgrade no. to him. And we so. don't even know if he's going to play this yeah, week Steph if Martin uh, Steph Martin is back. That's right. Um, so that's about all for the rookies. Hopefully, Menegola, maybe Marcon, uh, Drummond, a couple of others can get named this week. That'd be ideal. Um, but yeah, don't stress too much about these players and their job security at the moment because if you've got a playing player on each line, you don't really need to worry. Supercoach finals are here. They're upon us. Uh, four weeks. Upon some of us. Upon some of us, and hopefully they're upon you uh, listening. Head over to Tuesday Trades if you can and get up our latest article, uh, the Round 20 article. We've taken a look at the next four opponents for each team uh, and broken it up into their ladder position of that opponent. So the bottom six, um, the top six, and the middle six. And made it easy for you to take a look at the month ahead for each team. So looking over here, for instance, ranked 18th. So, so the worst... Um, Worst draw coming up is North Melbourne. They play the Western Bulldogs, who are in the middle six, Hawthorne, Sydney, and GWS, who are all in the top six. The actual average ladder um, position of their opponents over the next four games is 3.25. That's rough. So they're basically (laughs) playing playing a third every week. And that's not ideal. Uh, Not that you'd have any North Melbourne players, um, really, if you... Jamie McMillan. Jamie McMillan. Daniel Wells, Wells not great for him. But Wells doesn't really care that much about uh, the opponent. He sort of just gets it done. Mm-hmm. Then looking at the other end, we've touched on a couple of Geelong uh, guys, like a Bartel, like a, a Selwood. Yep. Yep. And they have the easiest run coming up. So their average ladder position is 14.75. So they're basically paying a bottom three team each week. Uh, Essendon, Richmond, <laughs> Brisbane, and Melbourne. So Melbourne is their hardest opponent, and that's in the Supercoach Grand Final. 
you've got to have a look at this tar- table because that this will show you who to go for. If you're thinking of Jack, I know you're looking to get in Lockie Neal this yeah. week. Take a look at Fremantle. They had the 17th hardest draw. Yeah. They're playing West Coast this week, followed by Adelaide, the Giants, and the Bulldogs. So the average ladder position of fifth. Uh, that's tough. Yeah, but Lockie Neal doesn't give us stuff. He yeah. doesn't give us stuff. Because he's the only good midfielder. But if you're looking at um, going, oh, should I go with Lockie Neal or should I go with Patrick Cripps maybe? Yeah. Cripps has the second best draw. Mm-hmm. Average ladder position of 14 versus 5. Plays Carlton. He plays for Carlton. Actually. Yes, he does. He plays St Kilda, Brisbane, Melbourne and Essendon. So, hardest Essendon te- in the grand final. In the grand final as well. Yeah. yeah. Hardest team he will come up against is the St Kilda, uh, who are 10th. And the hardest, the easiest team that uh, Fremantle will come up against is the Bulldogs. Yeah. So. That is tough. It's a, it's a, it's a big consideration. It could tilt you one way or the other. Yeah, it's a incredible graphic, really, because you can quickly just, you know, have a look yep. and see what your players are doing. So if you haven't seen that, make sure you jump over and have a look at that one because that could help you decide between yep. a couple of players this week. We talked about Dalhouse just before. Bulldogs have the third best draw coming up. They play North Melbourne. That's the hardest side they'll face. The only top eight side they'll face. Uh, Collingwood, Essendon, and Fremantle. So their last two weeks in Subach Granny and. Uh, Supercoach prelim. Yep. Bang, bang. Dalhouse 120, Dalhouse 120. <laughs> uh, so that's what we like to see. Head over there, have a look at that one. Uh, we talk about the table a little bit as well to give you a bit more info, uh, but very handy. Hopefully you're in Supercoach finals this week, and if you've got a couple of trays up your sleeve, not many of us have more than three or four. If you have four, you're really lucky at this stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'd be wanting to make the most of these trades because you can't really rectify it if you do stuff it up. So make sure you head head over and check that one out. Um, hopefully, it can give you some pretty uh, useful information. I would probably be looking at that before making any trades this week. Yeah, yeah, it's you vital must, information. Yes, it is. You must look at it. Thanks, boys. Because uh, you're looking at there's a patch here. You look at uh, the Bulldogs, Port Adelaide, Richmond, and Melbourne. There's four teams around there. Only you see a lot of red and you see a lot of orange. Yeah. You want to avoid those teams. You want to go for someone like a Bulldog who don't play a top six team, like a Sydney who don't play a top six team, and like Carlton that, and Geelong. They don't, all those sides don't play a top six Tell team. Tell you who's got a rough, rough run. Yep. Matt Pritis. He G- does. GWS, Hawthorne, Adelaide to finish the year. That's tough. How about it, Matt? Uh, that is not good. Uh, but any of those He's the most consistent bloke you'll come across. Yes. So I'll still back him in for 100 in each of those weeks. And that's the thing as well that I did mention. you got to also check out if these games are at home or away. Yeah. Because... You know, you might have uh, some easy games for a team, but they might be travelling every second yeah. week, going over to West Coast, go- and to play for going over to Gabba. Teams mm-hmm. like, well, West Coast in particular, mm-hmm. can't play away. But when they're home, I mean, they're different humans. Matt Pritis yeah. also does struggle away from uh, Domain. And yeah. like the Giants, they have uh, the sixth hardest draw, which is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, West Coast is the toughest team they come up against, but they play West Coast at home. Yeah. So you'd, you'd even factor that in, and West Coast... You know, their form away from uh, Perth, yeah. not good. Yeah. So, West Coast, um, in that game, Giants should still score well. And they have a really, really good draw. And that's why I like Stephen Cornelio and the like. Captain's Corner. Last week, it was pretty simple. VC Danger, and everyone locked him up. Straight up. Yep. Friday night, didn't have to worry about it. Went all right, didn't it? I accidentally put the C on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, 
<laughs> Turned out <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, pretty lucky. Reverse trade uh, fail. Yes, I yes. was reverse trade, a victim of that. Um, but this week, it's sort of the same, but the opposite. He plays on Sunday, second last yep. game of the round, plays Essendon. As we said, has a very easy draw. Yep. Well, that's minimum 180. <laughs> uh, I won't be taking the C off him. I wouldn't be taking... I last week. I would be tough to take less than 135 from your VC. Yep, 140 even. 140 even, as we were discussing before the potty, because he averages 153 at Etihad, which <clears> is the most of anyone in the comp. Plays there this weekend, plays the Dons. They get dominated. They've been yep. pretty Thank poor. You yeah, they've been pretty poor lately. Sloney, well. his uh, mate, had 140 against him this week. Yeah, and as you said, they... The Cats are going to be gone for percentage. Yep. So they're they not are. going to stop. They're not going to slow down. He'll kick five. Yeah. Foot on the throat. So definitely your captain, Patrick Dangerfield. But who can go 140 plus this week and potentially take a VC? Scott Penelbury probably the first one. Friday night game versus... The worst side in the AFL. The worst side in the <laughs> AFL. Uh, How Richmond. Okay. In dinner's last game. Yeah. How Richmond $2.65 to oh, I've already put, I've put three grand. I don't think <laughs> That's why. Um... And he scored 110 last time against them. Doesn't have a great record, averaging only 100, but I don't think it matters. It's Richmond. And they got absolutely dominated last week by yep. so many GWS midfielders. And same thing, if you have guys like Trelaw yep. uh, and uh, Sidebottom, they are also VC options for that game. And this week might be a week to go <coughs> for the a real, a real different VC, yep. pod VC because everyone's going to seek danger. Exactly. And if you can jump on to one of these guys... That has a 160, but potentially that uh, no one else has, and then Danger, everyone's captaining Danger. What yeah. if Danger comes out and has 110? Yeah. Then you've made a massive amount of points. 50 there. points. So, um, yeah, go go uh, go hard or go home on the VC this week, mm-hmm. I reckon. A big question that you have to answer, I think, is do you go off form or do you go off potential? So someone like Hanabry or Ward, they haven't been in great form lately, but they have yep. potential to do 140. Obviously, we saw that last week with Hannah's. Or do we go with the banking Max Gorn, something like that? Who well, Gorn comes up against the Hawks, who don't have a Ruckman, and he averages one seventeen. No, big boy, McAvoy. Big boy. That is a true, true statement. Really I, I just look towards the GRS Gold Coast game. Yeah, there's so many names in that team. I think I might team. VC Cornelio this week. Yeah, that's a good option. Don't VC Dylan Shield because no. he can't go big. He's and short. He's a left field want. option as well. Yeah. Definitely, I've got the VC on him at we, as we speak. Actually, hmm. so. Um, VC on him on the Adelaide uh, Brisbane game if you got Sloan yep definitely. VC him could you VC Rocky possibly but need to bounce back yeah after his 81 um, I think is that game up in Brisbane <clears throat> no no it's in uh, Adelaide Oval oh well because their average, average losing margin, margin sorry at the Gabba is 65 points in the last <laughs> like 6 games so not, not ideal uh, Goldstein came back in form last week Scored 118, so maybe... Yep, apparently he's feeling good. Yeah, against uh, the Western Bulldogs. The Doggies are good at shutting down opposition Ruckman, though, even though they don't have... Like, last time, Goldstein played um, against the Bulldogs. I think I'm pretty sure he I had, had him captain. He had 50. And he had 50. He had 50. He actually had 50, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. ridiculous. So it wasn't, wasn't fun. Yeah, and he scored 50, 102 and 75 in his last three against them. And only averaged 85 against him, so definitely don't go with him. <laughs> but give Captain's Corner a read yeah, for all the options. Uh, Captain on, da- on Dangerfield. Yeah, let us know who you go with as we a VC have, option. We do have all these VC options, but keep in mind, you got to have someone to put the C on who's not going to play if they score one for True, James. That's exactly I right. have Nathan Broad, Tom Phillips, who aren't going to play, but they play on the Friday night. 
Well, I got I got uh, Big Huey Greenwood. You've obviously got Jared Jansen on So yeah, make sure you, that is a good point. Take a look at that one because Jackson <laughs> if you do get a one sixty, uh, you do want to take it. <laughs> I think that sums up my year. Jackson Payne is in my side currently. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, classic. We will sign her off there. Not yep. too much to talk about uh, this week. But well, we got through. Well, there was a lot we to got through a fair bit. Plenty to talk about uh, if you're in Super Finals. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't talk much. <laughs> and if you got trades as well. Yeah, you didn't talk much. Don't yet. have trades. Anyway. <laughs> so look at me go. But you can still make some VC and C yeah, uh, recommendations. So <laughs> That's make, all I'm good for. Make sure you're listening to Captain's Corner. Uh, and if you haven't already, as we said before, Tuesday trades is a must read this week. Um, we have. Our preview of Supercoach Finals. Yeah. And, uh, graphic help, of the year. Help you out with any trades, uh, you, you want to make. So thanks everyone for listening. Let's hope the Supercoach gods are nice to us this weekend and Thursday night as well. Yeah. Please no more injuries. Uh, check it, check it out. Uh, on Thursday we'll be putting the teams out and, uh, hopefully you get a win in your first week of Supercoach, uh, finals. It's cool. See you next week. See ya. Catch ya. It's cool. Thanks for listening to the Specialist Report podcast. Be sure to leave a review and subscribe on iTunes and visit supercoachspecialist.com for more.